So I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, where's Jerry at? Jerry is feeling a little bit sick at the moment. I was away and I left very early in the morning and I didn't realize I'd left all my curtains closed. So he was in the dark for about six days. So he's feeling it and it's just starting to manifest. But in his stead, we have Kyle, the Christmas cactus. Anyway, that's a nice segue into today's talk because this is about as decorative as the friary gets before Christmas. And I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of getting ready for Christmas and especially the season that the church gives us Advent to, to help just prepare our hearts and our houses for Jesus' second, com second coming. Well, I guess so, but uh, his next coming at Christmas. Advent, you can think of it like pulling the, the bow back. You know, the further you pull it back, the more you give yourself to pulling that bow, that give entering into that season that, uh, of, of preparation, of a little bit of penance, then the arrow will go further. Then the feasting will be all the better. So I have three basic areas. So the first is the fact that we are in, Advent is a penitential season. So have a little think. I know the church doesn't say thou must not eat on that day or something, but we should not be shy. We shouldn't be aliens to like, what do you mean? Give up something. What are you talking about? I'm talking about what the way Jesus lived. He, he presumed that we would be fasters. Fasters. So skipping a meal, skipping your favorite program, skipping social media entirely. I know, I'm going, I'm going for it. Or dare I say it? No, I daren't. No, oh, you, but you must. Father would want you to. Really? Okay, I will. Caffeine. Oh my gosh, I said that. I know, right? Caffeine. Why would I say that? Because, do you ever see those t-shirts? Uh, all I need is Jesus and coffee. That is like, that's a, that's a heresy. I know it's kind of funny and cute. And that's why it's, it's funny and cute because it's a heresy. Because surely no sane person would actually think that, therefore it's funny. But lots, lots, I'm, I'm not a coffee person, I'm more of a tea person. I love my tea. It's just so, it's kind of so comforting, right? Am I able to live without caffeine? Can I live without tea? It's just really, it's part of our worship. It's part of our worship to say, Jesus, you are worth more than my caffeine. You are Lord of my life. I need you. I don't actually need caffeine. I might get a little bit of headache as I come off it. Might take me a couple of days just easing down on it. Maybe take me a week to get off it. But like seriously, lads, a week and you're done. It's not super huge. It might feel super huge, but just uh, think it could you reduce it at least. Just a thought. Just a thought. It's just a, it's a have a think, have a pray. Is there something you can do to enter into the ouch? The ouch of, oh yes, that costs a little something. That means it's an investment in heaven that will not rust cannot be stolen, will not fade away. Do it, don't tell anybody, money in the bank. Something outside of your comfort zone. It's not just like, oh, I don't really care about that, but I'll give it away, I'll give it up so that I can tick a box. Oh, coming baby Jesus, I worship you with a box ticking. Tick, nah, give him something that, that means something to you. Because uh, Jesus means something to you. <laughs> it stirs up our hunger for him. Guys, we're supposed to be, it comes to Christmas, we're supposed to be hungry. We're not supposed to be stuffed to the gills. <gasps> if I have one more thing to eat, I'm gonna get sick. I know, it's supposed to be. I am starving, mostly spiritually. And a little bit of denial can't help that. Okay, that's going on and on for ages, Columba. Cut loads of stuff that out, lads, come on. Seriously. Uh, number two, yeah, is there something you can do as my second point? Advice for, for a great 
Advent, fruitful Advent, and an amazing best ever Christmas. Do some spiritual exercise. So don't necessarily add more prayers, but are there prayers that could be more focused on Advent and on preparing my heart? So the, the liturgy, the Mass, is cram-packed full of beautiful stuff. You could take a look there, you know, use some of the prayers uh, of Lent. Every single day has a different collect prayer, opening prayer for the Mass. You could take a little look at that. You could take a look at the readings. They're amazing, especially the stuff from Isaiah or the Gospels. They're all they're specifically with tremendous prayer focus and study they're put together to help us with this. So you could look at that. You can also get great uh, Advent meditation books. Just look at any Catholic uh, book company. They will sort you out, I'm sure. Lastly, let's talk about the house. And this has to do with decorating and stuff. First, Advent wreath. You have them in church, have one at home. Go get yourself some Three purple candles, one pink one, and it's not totally traditional, but it's kind of traditional for the last, whatever, 30 or 40 years, is the white candle for Christmas. And light them. It's traditional to light them during your main meal, if you sit with the family or if you're just on your own, just to, to light them during that time and uh, sing a little O Come, O Come, Emmanuel or something, just to make it a bit of a focus. You could alternatively or also use them, light them during your prayer time. Again, just to give yourself a focus. We're in a different season. We're aiming at something and these, that's what they're there for, is to remind us, to bring us into this, okay, it's purple, it's about exercising his lordship, a little bit of self-denial, ask for that grace, that kind of thing, you know. Pink, of course, is for Gaudete, Rejoicing Sunday, so uh, make sure you know when Gaudete Sunday is. is the third one, third one. Next, crib. If you don't have one, highly recommend it. Get yourself the little scene. It goes up in the house traditionally on the 8th of December, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. So get it, get it a nice prominent place in your house or in your prayer space. And if that's in a prominent space in your house, you get two for one. Or you could get two cribs and do both of them uh, and put it up. You don't put the baby Jesus in because he's not born yet. Okay. And if he's glued in there, you want to take out your chisel and hammer, remove baby Jesus, hide him somewhere. Something to look forward to. It's not Christmas yet. It's not Okay, so um, get that out. And again, it can be part of your, your focus. Our lady, this is our lady season. She was longing for this baby to be born. Her whole focus was on there. Journey with her, journey with St. Joseph as they travel to, to Bethlehem. Travel to Bethlehem in your heart with them. It was not easy. It was a penitential season for them. Fine, I know I've said that loads. I'm saying it again. Oh, very important. Crib, do not take down. Do not remove day after Christmas. Do not remove on St. Stephen's Day, sometimes known as Boxing Day. Don't do that. I will know and I will find you. I feel like, uh, what was his name? Taken? Yeah, don't take a crib down. Leave the crib up. It used to go up to February 2nd, guys. That's a really, really, really long season of, of feasting. Uh, leave your crib up until this e the season ends. That would be until the Feast of the Baptism of Jesus, which is after the other one with the Three Kings. Bethany after Epiphany, Sunday after that or something like that. So take a look, find out, follow, follow the seasons, guys. Do a bit of research, find out when that is. Leave your crib up and in fact, leave all your decorations up until then, which is my last point. Decorate sparingly, I would recommend, during, uh, during Advent. Wait, hold, but do, you know, do, do bits, you know, but you come up with your own plan like, okay, I'm not going to like the start of Advent, spray paint, you know, Christmas, everything, everywhere. You know, just is there a way that we can gradually do it so that the, just as our joy and expectation increases, 
so too our decorating that can be expressed in our decorating and then putting up the Christmas tree if that's what you do and the other decorations um, so for example you could do start doing some on the Sundays you know after you know progressively as you get closer and closer just an idea play around with that but do leave it up leave it up until the baptism or thereabouts so that you can continue to stay in the season don't do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that is romans 12 take a wee look at it uh, the start of romans 12 let's not be conformed to the way the world wants us to celebrate jesus birth why would we why would we do that let us celebrate it according to his mind his heart because we will get so much more out of it God bless you guys. I hope that is helpful. Peace.